This is Roof English Radio with Darenata, daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Roof. This is Roof English Radio. I'm Darren Adam. Thanks very much for your company today. We're looking ahead to an event that's taking place, one of many similar events, actually, that's happening in Reykjavik next week, which is, I think, going to be very much of interest to you if you're an immigrant to the country or you have an area, an interest in that particular area of conversation. The number of immigrants in Iceland, I include myself in that, of course, is increasing all the time as the population of the country edges closer to 400,000. I'm with Ausilda Linetz, who has organised a number of events around the country uh, seeking to look at this particular issue. Ausilda, thanks very much for your company today. Let's start just by outlining what these events are, who they're for, and what kind of success you've had with, with previous events around the country. So the events are mainly targeted towards immigrants in Iceland because we are making the first policy on immigrant uh, issues in uh, Iceland. And we really, really want to hear what immigrants think, uh, you know, what kind of services, what kind of, you know, society would be welcoming for them. Where do they need support? Where, you know, do they feel that they cannot contribute uh, like they would uh, like to. Uh, so we, you know, we just want to have a conversation because we cannot have a new policy on uh, matters of Im- immigrants without the voice yes. of immigrants. So it's driven by that voice. It's driven by those experiences. Yes, yes, it is. And uh, we also, of course, want uh, Icelanders to come as well because we are all creating uh, a society together. Yes. And it's all about inclusion. And inclusion means that we do participate it all you know regardless of our origin and so we really want to uh, ask people to come to contribute to be honest it's all anonymous you can participate you you know you can say whatever you want Uh, and we try to take these voices and deliver them in the policy uh, for the state okay so what's the format then? Someone comes along to one of these events and we'll talk about the one in Reykjavik, there are other ones coming up. What is the format? What happens? Okay, so we have table discussions. Uh, so it's uh, an event that takes uh, two hours uh, from five to seven. And first you come in and you ch- choose a table depending on which language you want to participate in. So we offer three languages uh, so you can participate in Icelandic, English and Polish. Uh, and then we have a short introduction of, of what it is that we're doing, how we're going to use the result of, of this uh, meeting. Mm-hmm. Then uh, we have very open questions and it's kind of just a conversation uh, at each table. Mm-hmm. And there's a facilitator there that is facilitating the conversation, taking notes, but all, like I said, anonymous. Just, you know, what is it that people think are is important? You know, what are the main issues yes. that concern you know, the general public in, in Iceland and, and, you know, the immigrants in Iceland. And can you talk at all yet? Maybe you can't, I don't know, but because some of these events have already taken place around the country, what can you tell us, if anything, about what you've learned from those previous nights? Yeah, it's been a real pleasure to take part in this because uh, we had fruitful discussions with very different people, different ages, different backgrounds. Uh, and so... 
People talk about very often about simple things, uh, especially when they're arriving in the country, the need for information, the access to information and just, you know, to be able to be uh, self-reliant when you come because people just want to, you know, know how things work and kind of know a little bit beforehand what to expect uh, just to make their own you know uh, life uh, fruitful uh, in this society and of course the need to contribute to participate and how to do that uh, the language of course comes up the language barrier yes. and and the challenges in learning Icelandic and the challenge for Icelanders to to accept Icelandic uh, spoken with an accent uh, you know also to speak simple Icelandic so foreigners can you know participate in the conversation when they are starting their journey and as Icelandic speakers. Do you think that there is a tolerance among Icelanders to hear the language spoken with an accent or maybe not spoken perfectly maybe in the wrong case or whatever it happens to be? Well unfortunately I think we can we can do much better like I think I think we can improve okay. because um, it's something that comes also with experience and I think uh, people want, uh, of course, uh, immigrants to speak the language because they love the language and they take pride in speaking such a small language. But at the same time, they're impatient. Uh, we uh, get told that they very often switch over to English, regardless of the, you know, the language skills of the person you're speaking to. They might not speak English, so they might be struggling with learning Icelandic and English at the same time. So yes. I think we that are born here, that you know, learn this language from the day we're born, we have to be a little, little bit more tolerant and patient. You know, when it comes to, you know, uh, speaking to people, allowing them to, mm -hmm. you know, say what they mean and, and us to listen. And, uh, next Wednesday is when the event is in in Reykjavik at the Grand Hotel. You've been in other places around the country and you've been in smaller places around the country. Do you think that the conversations will be different in the capital? Is there something different about that big urban experience, do you think? I think, yes, it, it will be a bit different. But I think, of course, there are many things that are in common, you know, they, that they have uh, in common. Uh, because uh, some issues are just simply because you are moving to a new country mm -hmm. and that's always a challenge and uh, others are because you live in a smaller community but these issues you know uh, are more similar to what Icelanders also struggle with you know living in a smaller community yes. so they are kind of joint problems between you know rural areas and, and, and urban areas so it's it's uh, complicated uh, but it's that extra layer that adds on top yes. of being an immigrant uh, that can make it a bit more difficult for the immigrants. For example, if you are, you know, if you have to um, get a lot of service in uh, in the capital area uh, yes. and you don't have any family or relatives or friends here, like an Icelander might uh, have, so you don't have the same support net. So being an immigrant makes you a bit more vulnerable when it comes to these type of services. So, so yes, it has come up, uh, but we have to, you know, kind of analyze the difference yes. between 
the immigrant issue and the general issue of living in a, an urban area. And we define immigrant as someone who has moved to the country, who's not from an Icelandic background. So, for example, I mean, I'm a citizen, but I'm also an immigrant. Uh, we define immigrants as into first and second generation, because the second generation is actually born in Iceland, yes. but has immigrant parents. So yes, they're foreign born, first generation are foreign born, and their uh, parents are also foreign born. Okay. So, so that's how we do, but there's a growing second generation uh, of immigrants in yes. Iceland that also have issues that might you know, in some way be a bit different from, from what the first generation has dealt with, but still they, you know, are not equal uh, to uh, the natives. Did these events come about because it was felt within government that immigration was becoming a problem or that there were areas that needed to be addressed? I think it comes more from that there are areas that need to be addressed that we have uh, for example our legislation on uh, matches of immigrants is from 2012 and we all know how you know how big the change has been in the immigrant population we also see you know from the OECD uh, numbers that you know we are not using uh, the skills of immigrants here, and we see that in statistics, uh, for example, re, you know, regarding the labour market. So I think it comes from within this ministry more like that we we need to uh, address this with the people that you know we are talking about because we cannot have a solution that comes from one side. It has to be a joint yes. project. And the voices of the people uh, that we are trying to assist with the policy, with the policy must mm. come through in the policy. I think it's useful too, because maybe for reasons of language, getting involved with conventional politics might be difficult if someone doesn't speak Icelandic. And this is a way in, a way beyond that, isn't it? Yeah, it's important if you want to have, uh, you know, uh, if you want to really to include people, you have to also include them in decision making. And that is one key that we need to have in, you know, when working with the immigrant population in Iceland is that you know, they need to be there making the decisions with uh, the natives because it's important that we get diversity mm. when we are making, you know, decisions. And, it, you know, it's not just in politics. It's all, you know, it's in the, you know, uh, parent association in, in the local school. It's in the local elections. It's in the, you know, the NGOs and, and everything that is happening. Mm. You know, we cannot, we simply as a small nation cannot have 20% of the population not yes. participating. Yeah. We'll start with the event in Reykjavik, which is next Wednesday at the Grand Hotel, 5 p.m. Yes, 5 p.m. and we finish at 7, so uh, no need to register. Just show up uh, and, uh, you know, choose a table uh, in the language you want to participate. And beyond that, there's another event in the east of Iceland, isn't there? Yeah, the last place we will visit is east of Iceland, and then we have visited all uh, parts of Iceland. So on the 11th of March uh, in Eilstadir. And is this something that you'll repeat, do you think, to get more information, more views? 
Uh, I think we will, you know, stop here, but then... A lot of, of data to go through. Yeah, <laughs> but then, of course, we will have the white paper, which is the draft for the policy. And like we did with, uh, you know, the status report, we will publish that in Icelandic, English and Polish. And there's a chance there for everyone in this country to have an opinion and and to send in written comments. So, you know, I really hope that uh, people will have a look because it's important that you participate. Yes. Well, that's really interesting because, of course, that process is open to anyone at any time, isn't it, when status reports are issued and then comments are invited. That's not just in this case just for immigrants and it's not just in the case of this particular status report. Do you think generally people in Iceland are aware of that system and, and make the best use of it? I, I think... They are aware, but might not make the best use of it. <laughs> but that's why we, you know, we really try to go the extra mile, uh, you know, with this uh, policy, yes. is to have it in three different languages to make the access easier. Mm-hmm. But it depends on the topic. When we were talking about changing, you know, uh, if we should not just using, use Greenwich Mean Time all the time here in Iceland, we had thousands of, of yes. uh, you know, uh, comments on that. Everyone's got a view on that, though, haven't they? <laughs> yes, but <laughs> this is also important. So yeah. I, I really hope that, you know, immigrants in Iceland will uh, comment because uh, this is to make a better society for everyone uh, and their opinions really matter. Okay, well, we'll put a link up to the two events which remain on the page that accompanies this show from Roof English Radio. For now, Arsilda, thank you very much indeed. My pleasure. It's Roof English Radio. I'm Darren Adam, and you can get in touch with us anytime by email. We are English at ruv.is. There is more from Roof English with all the news from Iceland in English at ruv.is slash English. Roof English Radio is daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Roof.